This is the Bro Storm Sports Podcast. On this week's episode, we look at biggest losers from the divisional round, check out the championship games, both AFC and NFC, and play a little game at the end. It's going to be a real good episode. Stay with us throughout. Thanks for listening. It's Bro Storm Sports with your hosts, Sasha and Scott Bushka. He's a sports talk show host named Sasha, named after Sasha Radunovich. And Scott's a wisdom-seeking, educated, networking guy who works in the sports industry. Featuring Intern P, the basement beer pong world champion. So put on your bro coat. It's time for a bro storm. Welcome into the Bro Storm Sports Podcast. I'm your host, Sasha Bushka, joined by my brother, Scott Bushka, and Intern P, as usual. We have the AFC and NFC Championship games set, uh, but also... In unrelated news, KU basketball has lost three games in a row, so I'm pretty sure intern P is in massive debt as we speak. How are we doing tonight, fellas? I just want to know. I haven't I haven't talked to you all in about a week since last Monday. I just want to know, intern P, have you been drinking since your commitment to back half of dry January last week? Yeah, so uh, that was a Monday, and I actually had a drink on Tuesday. So it did not last that long. It was only about not even 24 hours, unfortunately. You're pathetic. It's funny. That I am easily in, I'm easily influenced. Yeah. Also, update for the listeners. Intern P still lives in his mom's basement. <laughs> uh, no, it's not. I'm doing pretty good. I missed Monday Night Football tonight. I, got, I have a lot of nervous Patrick Mahomes ankles injured energy um but that's about it i'm ready ready to talk some football yeah uh patrick mahomes obviously suffered the high ankle sprain during the jaguars chiefs game uh chiefs beat the jaguars 27 to 20 Bengals beat the bills 27 to 10 let's see if i can do these all off memory the niners beat the cowboys 19 to 12 and the eagles beat the giants 38 to 7 so I'm going to take a little bit of a different angle on this because we'll have time to talk about the teams that advanced in the uh, best bet segment and as the show progresses. But which of the four losing teams was the least impressive in their loss? I mean, I feel like the easy pick would be the Giants, but that's definitely not the answer. They looked they looked not great, but I'm going to I'm going to have to say the Bills. I feel like, I mean, they played at home in the snow, in theory, riding emotional high. You got DeMar Hamlin on the sideline, and they absolutely got stomped by a more physical, better, like, on all sides of the ball Bengals team. Um, and at this point, like, I'm, I don't know. I'm, I would be curious your guys take, but I'm, I'm kind of ready to write Josh Allen off as, like, he seems like he's, like, mentally almost shot. Like, like, I don't know where you go from here if you're the Bills. Yeah. I don't know about right Josh Allen off, but he, he's definitely starting to look destined to be the, the Phil Rivers to the Tom Brady, Peyton Manning, which is Joe Burrow and Patrick Mahomes, which isn't a good spot to be in. For sure. I mean, but he didn't, yeah, he didn't do anything. They had, what, eight yards of offense in the first quarter, 10 points total. Some of the throws he threw just looked bad. Like that interception he threw in the fourth quarter, completely underthrown. He sailed a couple guys. I don't know. He didn't. 
he didn't do anything to pull his, to pull his team anywhere remotely close in that game. I yeah. was not impressed. The big question mark for the Bills is is they came into this year as the Super Bowl favorites and like how do people readjust expectation on the Bills because now it's back-to-back years Chiefs Bengals in the AFC Championship game meaning the Bills did not make that round either year. Uh, lost in the divisional round to each of those teams in those two years, to the Chiefs and the Bengals. So I think you have to go into the next year with the Chiefs and the Bengals are the clear-cut one and two in the AFC, and the Bills are at best third. If if none of these other teams like the Jaguars or, dare I say, the Chargers pass them up. Uh, but it's uh, it's interesting because this was this was kind of a rebuilding year for the Chiefs, too. Um, and, and the Bengals have the advantage of being one year, one year further back on the Joe Burrow contract than than the Bills. So they they still have some cheap years left of Joe Burrow, which helps them build a team as well. So I think both the Chiefs and the Bengals are set up better for the future than the Bills as well. Yeah. Do you think so? I a question for turn the tables on you. Ask you a question. Oh, Do you see that that game on Sunday is more about? how good the Bengals are or, or uh, like an indictment on the bills. I I would say it's more, I, you know, obviously I want to say a little bit of both, but that's a cop out Uh, more an indictment on the bills actually. Cause we're going to see like the chiefs Bengals game this weekend. I think it's going to be pretty close and maybe the Bengals come out and blow out the chiefs and then you have to lean the other way, but I doubt that's going to be the case. And the bills are at home. They had weather or whatever, which I don't know if that favors them or not, but it's supposed to be a home field advantage for them. Uh, Josh Allen's kind of a running quarterback at times, so weather should help them more than it helps the Bengals. And they came out and laid an egg. So I'd say it's more of an indictment on the Bills. I agree 100% actually. Um, The Bengals also had three injured offensive linemen. Uh, and they had two sacks on Joe Burrow. They should have been pressuring him all day. And then Joe Mixon also had 105 rushing yards, which I think is very underrated. And the Bills just did not come to play. And it was it was sad. It was sad to see, but I'm very happy for my Bengals. Uh, Jamar Chase showing up and balling out. <laughs> I can't wait to hear your take on the Chiefs Bengals next week. Intern P, have you been making out with magazine pictures of Joe Burrow all day? No, I actually haven't had a magazine in about ten years. It's a little, little before my time, unfortunately. Uh, but good, if you want to buy morning. me a couple of magazines, you can just what about send the, them my way. What about the Aussie Open Weekly? <laughs> yeah, that's actually yeah. an online thing. It's just in my email. I just pull it up every day. You know, what's the what's the update on your Australian Open gambling tab? Are you in the Are you in the red or black? I'm in the black on uh, tennis, but the NFL is not going my way right now. Uh, neither is college basketball, honestly. So I'm, I'm, I didn't have a good weekend this week. So we should just let the listeners know that uh, intern P sent us a betting ticket from late Saturday night when I think he had a few cocktails, placed it on the Bills, said they were a sure a sure thing. They were not. In, they were not a sure thing. Uh, I was telling them. Uh, they say don't drink and drive, but it's actually don't drink and bet. Wait, uh, normally does not end up well. I guess I, I didn't look at that as closely as I should have. You placed a bet on the Bills. 
Yeah, I. Uh, You've been talking about the Bengals for the better part of three months. <laughs> I told I told you don't drink yeah. and bet, dude. I'm telling yeah. you. Intern P sent that text, and I immediately placed all the money left in my account on the Bengals to cover. Just quick, quick. Oh yeah, uh, it was because it was a cheese line. Yeah, faded himself. Yeah. Um, now I remember. Quick Shark Tank idea, and then we can go on to some of these other teams, some of these other games. Just a like a contraption that you plug into your phone that it's like an an intoxilizer for your car, but it's for your phone and you can't log into DraftKings unless you, I mean, it was Scott's idea basically, yeah. but I just took it to the next level of contraption on the phone. Yeah. It's a breath, a breathalyzer for your DraftKings app. I feel like it, it should actually be standard. That would be kind of nice. Tell me, man, uh, the amount of money I've lost past midnight is, a uh, not very fun. So we talked about the bills. Uh, Jaguars, no one really expected to be there. We don't need to belabor the Jaguars. Uh, same with the Giants. They suck. So that leaves the last loser as the Dallas Cowboys. My take on the Cowboys is they're, I don't know why anyone expected them to win the game. If they play the Niners 10 times, the, the Niners are probably going to win eight of those. The Niners are just a better team, but people go on this emotional roller coaster with the Cowboys where like they have one good game and then people think they're good again and expect them to win. And I, I think the Niners are just a better team than the Cowboys. I think it's all related to outsized expectations for Dak. Like he, yeah. I am tempted to say that Dak had as, as uh, disappointing a game as Josh Allen, but the difference is, is that Josh Allen is objectively should be better and, and should be an elite quarterback People place Dak in that, like, they expect him to go to this other gear, and I don't think he has that other gear. Like, to, to my knowledge, I'm, I'm not sure we've ever seen it. And he was, um, so that game was 19-12. to 12. Let's forget about the fact that I might have taken the over in that game because I trusted Dak more, more, than, I, more than I should have. But he, uh, Dak was objectively bad. I don't know if, that you could have asked the rest of their roster to give them much more. Uh other than Dalton Schultz, who I'm a I'm a Dalton Schultz fan, but he had a very bad last 40 seconds. Um, yeah. But their their defense was really like you couldn't ask them to play any better. Um, they had them in the game and and should have been ahead for for most of the game. And Dak threw two terrible picks, and he he looks. I know we like to talk about people pissing down their leg on this show. Um, Dak in those final two drives. They had two chances down by seven to go tie the game. Like he looked legit like intern P could have engineered better drives toward, towards the end of that fourth quarter. Like he looked scared, which is interesting because intern P might legit piss down his leg at some point during this episode. Um, and Dak did. I don't know what that, I don't know what that means, but I'm gonna let that slide. Yeah. Dak. I'm also confused by that. Comment. <laughs> I don't know. I don't I don't know either. But it was rough. That was a uh, is Dak worth I mean Dak's not worth the money, right? Do they have to go a different direction? Like wh- what can they do? I mean, he hasn't come through in what four I years? I don't I haven't I don't looked up it. the spot track on Dak's contract or like when and out is, but I would assume that they don't have one yet. They're not going to be bad enough ever to like draft high 
and they could bring in a free agent. I, I, I assume they're riding and dying with Dak at least until the end of this contract, which becomes an issue because then it's like every quarterback is going to want to get re-upped before their contract's actually up. So then are you in contract negotiations with Dak again and going back and forth and that sort of thing? But he, he it's it's true. It's I mean, he's kind of like Kirk Cousins, like – you're probably not going to move on from him, but you're probably not going to win anything big with him. Yeah. I take Kirk Cousins over Dak any day of the week. But, I mean, neither of them are that good. I just I just feel like people think that Dak's ceiling is higher than it is. And he's never... He's been in a bunch of playoff game now and never shown us that he can, he can win one. And Purdy, like... Brock Purdy didn't play worth a shit yesterday. Yeah. Um... And, and like if you if you if the quarterback on their side was doing anything, they should have been in that game. The the reality about Dak is he he's, he was a fourth round pick for a reason. Not that draft like where you go in the draft is everything, but if you watched him at Mississippi State, he was basically like a bulldozer, like Tim Tebow style. Ran ran the ball at the goal line, played fullback. And then all of a sudden he comes into the NFL and they just want him to be a straight drop back passer. He doesn't really have the quickness to be a runner in the NFL, so it makes sense. Uh, but he, he's never had like elite NFL passing skills, pocket passing skills, and that's what everybody wants him to have. Right. It's it's actually surprising that he's been as good of a passer as he is. Like if you watched him in college and what he did at Mississippi State. Can we also talk about Brett Maher and he's the most electric kicker in football? Um, when he was taking that extra point, I never I was glued to the TV to see if he was going to make this extra point, and he missed so badly if it didn't get blocked. I felt I honestly felt bad for the guy. It's actually a good point. They showed a really cool angle on that. Like obviously it got blocked, which is usually the kicker's fault anyways, because it means you kicked it too low. But it was like three yards angled outside the left upright at the point of it being blocked. And he was kicking from the middle of the field or the right hash. So, Hey, he did make a 25 yarder later and in a 43. Yarder. And they were like, he's back. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I, on a, on a related note, I was absolutely thrilled to see Butker nail two fifty yarders. Is that was like I mean I mean I'm knock on wood a little bit, but it's been a challenge for him until like we needed those points and to see him look pretty true on those was was a a good sight to see. Yeah, I agree. Uh, Budker Budker was like right down the middle all day, so that's yeah. that's crucial. I I know, and Sasha, I don't know if uh, I know we're talking losers here, but if like quick note on that on that Chiefs. Jaguars game um I thought it was I thought it was like probably the most mature playoff win for the Chiefs in the Mahomes era just from the standpoint of like Mahomes goes down he's clearly hurt and not himself you bring Chad Henney in and it just to me it felt like the rest of the team just elevated like like they knew that they needed to elevate and you had the defense playing well special teams playing well like Chad Henney comes in it just felt like if you if you have a less experienced playoff team, um, that could that could have unraveled pretty quickly. And the fact that it didn't, and in fact, like it was n- never really super in doubt, I think was a a testament of like that's what you get for being in the AFC Championship game for four straight years. Yeah, I, it, 
I agree. The Chiefs show that they can win in, in a few different ways. Um, Mahomes is always going to be the driving force for the Chiefs, but it did feel like everybody else on the team was like, we got to take it to another level because Mahomes is hurt, and especially the offensive line and the defense. So, um, yeah, I, I would say it's only going to help them moving forward. And as if Mahomes, if they can beat the Bengals and he gets healthier for the Super Bowl, they're going to be that much more prepared for the Super Bowl uh, as a result of having that experience. Are we in best bets going to talk a little bit about uh, the AFC NFC championship matchups? We save that for that or yeah, let's save that for best bets. I'll give you one more question on the losers and then we'll take a break and we'll get into the AFC NFC championship games and best bets. Bills, Cowboys, Jaguars, Giants. Which of the four is most likely to appear in a conference championship game next year since none of them made it this year? Jaguars. I, yeah. I don't actually believe that, but... Um. <laughs> <laughs> you can't go back and like take the, now. You, I know. Another way to <laughs> ask that is like, Josh who, Allen. who's on the ascent? Yeah, it's probably the Bills, right? But I guess another way to ask that is like, who's most on the ascent of those four teams? It's the Jaguars. But do you see the Jaguars like outdueling the Bills, the Bengals, or the Chiefs next year? That's the hard part about that question. Yeah, I I don't. But I feel like the I'll, the Bills almost by definition have to take a step backward. Like maybe I'm maybe I'm wrong, but this. You've now got three seasons in a row where you lose in the AFC championship game. Last year, you take a step back, you lose in the divisional game. And then this year, and, and they could, they could write that off as a little bit of a like 13 second fluke. Right. But then this year, you're clearly, you're clearly looking up at the chiefs Bengals, and, and you now have three years in a row of that. Like they're going to have to, they're going to have to press some hard, um, resets here. Yeah. So I, I don't know. I, I don't see them being better than they were this year. Yeah. And I think I saw something today too, that like Josh Allen's cap hit was 16 million this year and it goes up to 39 next year. So they're only getting into a little bit more trouble in that regard as well. Yeah. One interesting, which I don't actually feel like this matters that much, but it is interesting that they, the bills only scored 10 points. Um, Ken Dorsey was interviewing for jobs all week and you um, there's lots of coaches who delay that stuff until the end of the season. Um, But I just, I just heard that he was like interviewing on Saturday. He had multiple interviews um, and then their offense looked like shit. Yeah, it's true. I think I saw something about D'Amico Ryan's interviewing for jobs as well. And 49ers defense looked pretty good. So, but obviously every circumstance is different, but I, I agree. I find it kind of weird that these coordinators are like carving out time to interview during the coming into the most important games of the season. It seems like, like every waking moment would be dedicated to that football game. But I mean, you've done interviews before. It takes time to prepare. You don't just like stumble into it. Right. Right. Like that's, if it if it was a two hour interview, you have to think he spent at least six to eight hours total thinking about that interview, uh, having the interview and getting ready for it and everything else and everything that goes into it. But 
All right. That's going to do it for the loser's talk. On the other side of the break, we're going to get into the winners, talk AFC, NFC championship games, and give you some bets. Stay with us. Having an event that needs amazing entertainment? Hi-Fi Productions is the way to go. They bring their mobile dueling pianos and provide a highly interactive and fun show that's perfect for fundraisers, corporate events, or any kind of party. Is somebody getting married soon? Hi-Fi also provides the best wedding DJ service around, winning Wedding Wire's Couples' Choice Award four years in a row. They know how to pack a dance floor. Based in Wichita, Kansas, visit HiFiProductions.net to book your unforgettable event. Welcome back into Bro Storm Sports. We're going to get into the AFC and NFC Championship games in this segment. But first, Scott, how we do last week? Below average. Jay Miz continues to to make mediocre picks below mediocre. Um, we were on our picks. We were three and five. Sasha, you were one and one. Um, you picked the Bengals to cover, but you also took the over. Um, P was one and one. You took the Giants to cover, which was really probably the worst pick of the weekend. Um, and then the under. Jay Miz took the Chiefs to cover which they did not, and he took the over. So that was 0-2. Let's cut the guy a break. Probably wasn't expecting a Pat Mahomes high ankle sprain. Chad Henney special. Uh, and then I was 1-1 one one as well. I picked the Niners to cover four, but also picked the over, which it did not. So 3-5 and five, um, on the weekend. We're really not doing great in the playoffs. Uh, interestingly, after all... Um, Pretty much every super wildcard weekend game went over. All the games went under this past weekend, which intern P claims that he said on air last week. I will dispute that. Um, and since it would have to be the intern that pooled the video to fact check it, and we know P's too lazy to, I guess we'll never know. I don't know how to really combat with that one. I guess I could just go back and find it. Um, <laughs> Get our views up, you know. It's got to help the help the pod. Um, Sasha, do you want me to? I know we all picked full playoff brackets. Do you want me to? Do you want me to give an update on those very quickly? Give a thirty thousand footer scenarios. Who can win? That kind of thing. Um, thirty thousand feet. Felix is out because him and I had all the same picks except for one, which I won. Uh. Jay Miz had the Vikings in the NFC Championship game. Um, so I think he's out as well because he's got Chiefs-Eagles, which is the same as Sasha, and Sasha did not pick the Vikings in the NFC Championship game. Um, me and intern P are tied for the lead right now, but he has uh, the Bengals meeting the Niners in the Super Bowl, so if that happens, he's going to win. I have the Chiefs meeting the Niners in the Super Bowl, so... Basically, the matchup between intern P and I hinges on that Chiefs Bengals game and who's win. And then Sasha, you are not out of it. You had um, a Chiefs Bills Eagles Niners uh, Final Four, but you have the Chiefs and the Eagles, and then Chiefs winning. So I think if you we get a Chiefs Eagles Super Bowl with the Chiefs winning, you may still take the whole thing. I think so. so we got some scenarios left. Yeah, it's like a March Madness bracket. You got to figure out the scenarios, the simulators, see who could win. Yeah. But 
yeah, I, I do want to be that guy. Out. I am going to be this guy. I actually am a game ahead of you, Scott, because you did pick the Bucks to beat the Cowboys, and they did not. So I have only picked one game wrong this playoffs, and you picked two. Um, I don't want to say it, but I am the best gambler on this podcast. Uh, I think everyone knows that by now. Um, so I am ahead of you right now. We'll see how this weekend goes. I'm pretty confident in my picks. So, Scott, are you going to Fantastic that? math by intern P. I mean, it all comes down to Chiefs Bengals and uh, P betting on his boyfriend, Joe Burrow. So we'll see. I don't refute that. He's correct. Ooh. Oh, let's go. P, you can uh, slide the rent check in the mailbox since you're doing so. Since you're the best gambler on this podcast, you've got to be, you've got to be, swimming in money down there so something tells me that his his DraftKings account doesn't reflect a being a great gambler but i could be wrong all right let's let's talk some football yeah so um let's take the afc first uh chiefs Bengals. uh Bengals, as of now are one point favorites but according to everyone this line opened up as chiefs minus three although i checked it like before the Niners Cowboys game had even started, I think, and it was already Bengals or Chiefs minus one and a half at that point. It's since moved even further to Bengals minus one. Um, do how much of this line is a reflection of the way the Bengals looked against the Bills, and how much of it is Mahomes' high ankle sprain? I think it's a little bit of both. It's probably more the high ankle sprain. I gotta, um, I got to get a couple things off my chest, Sasha, and then I'll and then I'll and then I'll maybe talk about the football game. I I the Bengals are very annoying to me. I'm really tired of listening to them. People talking about them beating the Chiefs three times in a row. Them talking about Burrowhead Stadium. Them being mad about the fact that they pre-sold tickets to the Bills Chiefs neutral site game, even though like. That's what you had to do to make that a reality. They're just like, I don't know. They're too, they're too arrogant. I, they haven't won a Super Bowl. I get that they beat the Chiefs in the playoff last year, but they haven't done shit. And Joe Burrow like thinks he's God's gift to man. The window's open as long as I'm here. I can't like I hope the Chiefs like, I don't know. I just I can't listen to this all week. Um so I had to get that off my chest. Send those refunds. Yeah, to the game. Um, I hope that I'm not being too much of a Chiefs homer here, and maybe I am. But here's the way I'm thinking about the ankle sprain. Um, it will certainly affect Mahomes' um, mobility. That's a big deal given the way he plays. Um, I think all else being equal, you would rather have obviously a. Uh, 100% healthy Mahomes and the ability to scramble around in the pocket. With that being said, just letting Mahomes be Mahomes hasn't really worked against the Bagels for the last three times we played them, right? And so what I think this is going to do is force Andy Reid to think about, Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes to think about things a little bit differently. Um, and to a certain extent, it throws a bit of a wild card in like the offensive and defensive game planning. Um, for Lou and Aruma. Um, 
It was a, who's a really good D coordinator and managed to fluster Mahomes at least in the second half in all three of those games. So, like I, while I think it's not great that Mahomes is gonna is not gonna be a hundred percent, I I think this has got to be a classic like Andy Reid gets in his offensive game bag, and I see a lot of involvement from multiple tight ends. Maybe Jody Fortson comes back and has some catches. I think Kadarius Tony gets super involved. I think you got to get the run game going with Pacheco. And I'm like, if that line dips any further and maybe I'm, you know, going towards where I go best bets, but like, I'm still confident in the chiefs in this. Like, I don't, I don't think that they're going to take like all the shit talking that lightly playing at home and arrowhead and being underdogs after being in the AFC championship game for five straight years. Sorry. That was, that was a rant. I feel like the Bengals deserve it. I have a real question though. Um, what do you guys rank Mahomes on a bum right ankle, like scale of one to thirty-two quarterbacks in the league with the basically a broken ankle? What do you rank him as? One better than Burrow. You think he's better with one ankle than Burrow is? So you're saying Burrow's two? You just said it. No, he just said better than Burrow. He didn't say who all was in between. But oh, yeah, okay. Burrow's okay. good. Like, yeah. bro's good. He thinks he's God's too. gift to quarterbacking. Like, Mahomes has been doing this for the last five years. Bro's had one Super Bowl season. Now he's had a second season to back it up. He's he's fine. But exactly. Did Patrick Mahomes win a national championship, though? That's the who real cares? That's the real who kicker. Gi- who gives a shit? Who gives a shit? I, We're talking about the I NFL. <laughs> Congratulations on your national championship. Win a Super Bowl. Also, on TikTok, straight at Joe Burrow's face. What what what? did you just say? I missed. What did you just say? (laughs) 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 I said, I hope someone puts this on TikTok, straight at Joe Burrow's face. Yeah, tag is. I'm looking at you, James. I don't know. Fair enough. You just don't. You just don't respect college athletics, which is okay. Um, But those are real people too. Uh, you're lucky all of our LSU fans are asleep by now. Yeah. Joe Burrows also couldn't beat out Justin Fields at Ohio State, so he's got so that We're bringing up this him. again. We're bringing this up I mean, again. What's, despite as the Joe Burrows, we're talking about so college football. Sasha, what's your analysis of the game? Yeah, so I, I, think, I think a lot of the things you said about Andy Reid getting in the lab are, are going to be true. Like, it might just get back to a little bit more of the traditional West Coast style. I think there's a lot of temptation to let Mahomes ad lib because he's so good at it and like um, do things that way. So they're going to get a little bit more creative with their play calling and not do as much ad libbing. Uh, McCole Hardman might be back, but probably not. So it'll be interesting who the Chiefs look to for weapons. Travis Kelsey's always open. So you've got that going for you. Um, and then like, like I said previously, I think a lot of, lot of people on the chiefs stepped up because of Mahomes's injury. And I think that's going to continue. So I think the offensive line will play really well and the defense. They're going to have to step up. And that's the one thing that scares me about the Bengals is their ability to win one-on-one. Like their receivers win one-on-one and sometimes it's just, it's not even about getting open. It's just throwing up contested balls and 
Jamar Chase and T Higgins come down with them. So how well can the Chiefs corners and safeties perform against that? Um, uh, the back shoulder fades and all of that is really what the game is going to come down to on that side of things. Uh, but I like the, well, I guess we're not giving away our picks yet, but I think you know who I like. I agree. I agree with you, Sasha. I mean, the deep, the Chiefs on defense have to step up and play better than they had the last three times we played the Bengals. Um, but I think, but I think like the, you brought up the defensive backs. We got to get pressure on Burrow. Right. Which, which is something Buffalo couldn't do last weekend. I think the snow actually helped the Bengals in that regard. Um, on the get offs. On exactly. Yeah, like exactly. they couldn't get traction. I, yeah, and the Bengals are playing three three backup offensive linemen. And sometimes you you kind of have that heightened awareness for one game, but you're a backup for a reason by the second game. And then also I I I think that's a good point about the snow and like defensive linemen need traction to to be able to get off the ball fast. And offensive linemen in pass protection are going backwards. Like they don't really need traction. Right. Um and I mean the Chiefs run defense anchored by Nick Bolton has been, I would say, somewhat underrated this year. Like if you don't the they just gash the Bills running. If you don't let them run for 175 yards, Burrow has to spend a little bit more time in the pocket. Like they didn't have to pass protect him at all because he was all he was throwing, you know, five yard slants the whole time. So, anyways, I it's gonna be a really fun game. I'm super excited for it. What time's the game at again? Five thirty? Is it is it the first game or the second game? I probably should know this. No, yeah, I'm excited too. Second game. So I gotta watch the first game first. Second game, six thirty Eastern, five thirty Central, three thirty Pacific. Yeah, I think it's gonna be the game of the year for sure. I mean, it's everything you want in an NFL game. That's kind of what we wait for. The two best teams arguably playing the same same time. I just I'm worried about Mahomes' ankle and. I don't really want Henny to play, you know. I want I want it to be a fair fight, I guess, in a in a sense, because I don't know how much of a chance they have with with Henny. I guess. Let's do this. Let's pick this game in the over under, and then we'll take the NFC game and pick that after we talk about it. So I'm gonna make you go first, in turn P. Tell me, tell me yeah, why the I'm, Bengals are gonna win. I'm actually taking the Chiefs. No, I'm kidding. I'm taking the Bengals. Uh, it just depends on. I just don't think that secondary can cover Chase, Higgins, Boyd. I don't think they can really stop the run either. I mean, Mixon gashed the Bills. Like you said, it was because of the snow, which I agree. Um, But if Chris Jones can have a game, I am a little worried about my pick. I think Chris Jones is going to be the the game changer in this one. Uh, But if, if you can't stop Chase, I just don't see the Chiefs really competing, especially with no homes. And then I'm just gonna take the over because I love points and I wanna I wanna see a good game. I don't wanna see a fifteen to seventeen game. I wanna see twenty eight to twenty five. That's what I wanna see. So over in the Bengals. Scott, what say you? I'm taking the Chiefs plus one. I just don't I just don't see the Bengals coming into Arrowhead twice in two years and doing it. And and I think the narrative, I know a lot of people don't think this matters, but I think the narrative really helps the Chiefs this week. The line already moved to, to them being underdogs. Everyone's picking the Bengals. The Bengals talk a lot of shit. Um, I think the Chiefs are going to come out playing harder than they have in a long time. So I'll take the Chiefs. 
I'm with P riding the over. Um, 27 to 24 seems to be the score every time these teams play. So I'm probably going 27, 24 Chiefs. Yeah, it, the the Chiefs have been actually favored in 14 straight playoff games until this one. So it'd be it'd be actually probably refreshing for them to not just be expected to win and um and have something to fight for and just uh, it's not like a lot of times what happens in the regular season with the Chiefs is like it's not good enough unless we win by some certain amount and in this game it's just win win and go to the Super Bowl. So I'll take the Chiefs and uh, you know I'll go uh I'll go opposite of you guys. I'll take the under um just to just to switch it up on you and I think uh to Scott's point uh if the Bengals aren't able to run the ball as well as they did against the Bills, that's going to make it a little tougher on them. So I'll go like uh what's it at 47 uh 27 20 Chiefs. Wait, that's right on it. So, twenty-seven, nineteen, Chiefs. <laughs> McPherson could miss an extra point. Yeah, I think I said twenty-eight, twenty-five. I, I want to do twenty-eight, twenty-four. I think that's more of a more of a score. All right, all right. The other uh, the other championship game that we have coming up this weekend is Eagles Forty ers Forty ers at Eagles. Eagles are minus two and a half. The over under is at forty five and a half. Uh, I I think these are two other two more pretty evenly matched teams. The question is going to be: Can Brock Purdy like do enough for the Forty ers to withstand the Eagles? Uh, and I I was talking about it earlier today, but people keep talking about Brock Purdy and his lack of experience, especially lack of playoff experience and. He didn't have a great game against the Cowboys, but he did the week before. Brock Purdy and Jalen Hurts have played exactly the same number of playoff games as each other. They've both played two. And Brock Purdy's 2-0. Hurts is 1-1. One one. So I, I don't think it's going to be about experience, but it might be about talent. Um, and, and Jalen Hurts probably has more talent than Brock Purdy. So uh, it'll be an interesting matchup there. Both teams have pretty good defenses. Both teams, like are good in all phases of the ball, like good O-lines, good defenses, a lot of good skill players. And so it's it's going to be a really interesting matchup. Yep. I'm, uh, I picked in my bracket, I picked the 49ers to win this game. I'm really questioning it just because I didn't love how Purdy looked last weekend against the Cowboys pressure. Like he seemed, he seemed pretty flustered. He made three or four big throws to Kittle on crossing routes over the middle. Um, but other other than that, they had him pretty sped up, um, and he threw a couple balls that could have or probably should have been picked off. So, um, gosh, I I don't know. In in Philadelphia, rookie quarterback, um, objectively speaking. I'm probably like if you put me on the spot right now, based on what I watched last weekend, um, I probably give the Eagles the edge. What say you, P? I think at times Brock Purdy looks like mystery irrelevant more than he needs to. I mean, it's hard. He's a rookie quarterback, kind of thrown into the fire. Um, I give him a lot of credit, but against a really good team in the Eagles, I just he's got to play a perfect game in a way of can't miss throws, can't throw the ball, turn the ball over, but he doesn't have to be 
Patrick Mahomes out there, but he just has to do enough. And I don't know if he'll be able to do enough on a Sunday Sunday game prime time in the lights when he hasn't been in enough. So I'm I'm leaning the Eagles as well. It's I know we're not making our picks yet, but I I think I'm leaning towards the Eagles. Funny because the Eagles with Jalen Hurts are basically what the Niners wanted to be with Trey Lance. Right. Like they're they're the teams are almost mirror images of each other. Kyle Shanahan wanted to just add that other dimension of of a running quarterback. And and that's that's where the Eagles get the edge, I think, is that their running game is obviously the Niners have a really multifaceted running game and do a lot of unique things, but they don't have the quarterback running aspect of it that, that they would have liked to have, that they planned to have, that they drafted for. Um, and I, I think that's where I give the Eagles edge. So I'll, I'll, we, we spent a lot of time on the AFC game, so I'll just get it kicked off here. I'm going to go the Eagles, and I'm going to go the over. I think both teams get the running game going a little bit, um, and there it becomes like chunk plays in the running game for both teams, and there's a little bit more scoring than people think. So I'll go Eagles and over. Uh, give me uh, 28. 23 you go p um i'm gonna agree with you on the eagles minus two and a half but i'm gonna go with the under i think that the 49ers are gonna try to slow the game down kind of like they did against the cowboys when it was 19 to 12 i think it's gonna be the same kind of game uh but i think the eagles are gonna pull out i it could be a it's gonna be a close game i think i normally go when i don't know who to pick i go with the home team because you do get an extra three points theoretically being the home team so I'm gonna go with the Eagles minus two and a half, forty-five and a, and a half under, and I'm gonna go twenty to twenty-three. All right, I got I got to make this interesting. I know I just said I'd probably give the Eagles the edge, but I picked the Forty ers I picked the Forty ers in my bracket. Um, here's what I'll say: the Eagles have gotten in trouble this year when they turn the ball over, and San Francisco's gonna be hunting, and they're great at turning teams over. So I'm going to say the Niners get a couple turnovers, maybe one pick and one fumble, um, and they pull it out. They win 24 to 20. They cover the two and a half, and that puts the total under. Okay, Scott does not hedge his bet. I was going to say you're both hedging your bet by picking the Eagles um, since you both picked the Niners to go to the Super Bowl in our brackets. Uh, But P does hedge his bet. One last quick thing before we get out of this segment. Uh, it's the first time in 45 years I saw today that there's not a single team with uh, out of the final four that is better than uh, plus 200 to win the Super Bowl. So it's it's about as even as it could get. There's varying lines like uh, inter or P had some on FanDuel that showed like plus 230 for the Eagles, ranging to plus 330 for the 49ers and Chiefs and Bengals in between. On DraftKings, just before we started recording, it was Eagles plus 245, Chiefs and Bengals plus 265, and 49ers plus 330. So, I mean, that's about as even as you could get for four teams left in terms of odds to win the Super Bowl. So, should be a really interesting couple of weeks, but we only have three football games left in the NFL season, fellas. Yeah. P, how many beers are you going to drink on Sunday? Probably one too many. Uh, that's what I normally do. Normally go one too many, but 
hopefully as many as possible. Uh, but I do want to watch this game, so maybe I'll, I'll cut it down a little bit. But I was actually sitting there last night, and I was telling my mom, I was like, I'm I'm just sad. Like, football is it's over. There's three games left. What, what am I going to do on Sunday now? I don't – I'm legitimately sad. I mean – It's wild times. You, some people – I've heard of lots of Sunday activities that people do. Pickleball, yeah. golf. You could go to you could go to church. Yeah. <laughs> take a jog. Uh, I – I gotta, I gotta, I gotta tell you guys something. I'm also gonna use this as a way to communicate with my wife, um, who hasn't listened in weeks. But uh, I have jury duty next Monday and Tuesday. So if the so if the Chiefs win, I'm going to the bar and getting after it. And that might be that might be the same even if they lose. <laughs> jury duty. So what are the Chelsea? Odds? Just uh, f yeah, FYI, Sunday night. Yeah, well, do you think you'll get selected on the jury? I mean, you got to show up either way. So my calendar is cleared at work. Dude, that's... I figure I got a better chance of not getting selected if I drink like 15 IPAs the day before. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, they're going to be like, dude, I don't know if this is even here right now. Just wear your your Chiefs jersey in there. It's like, oh, we got it. Yeah, exactly. All right, I'm going to close out this segment. On the other side, we're going to do a quick little... Uh, quick little game should be fun little fantasy related game stay with us welcome back into bro storm sports we're gonna play a quick game to finish out the show and we're bringing in our social media connoisseur jame is or jake whatever you want to call him uh to play this game with us we're gonna draft fantasy teams of the remaining four teams left and, and play it out for this these two games this weekend. So we're going to draft a QB, a running back, a tight end, and two wide receivers apiece. We're going to go through this kind of quick. Uh, so we just, we're going to take players and go through. We did a little game in the break to figure out who goes first. And uh, we just decided since Jameis sucks at picking so bad, we'd let him go first. So... Can we before we start the draft? Can we, James, can you will you just let the listeners in a little bit on your picking strategy and how you got so good at picking games? So I don't go with my gut. That's for sure. I, I usually think about my gut and then I go the opposite route, which turns out to not be so the way actually to go. your guts right. So I guess to any any listeners out there, just I guess if I pick something, go the opposite. That would be my best. Uh, Piece of advice for you guys, but oh, so the old yeah, fading very similar to intern P, the old fading yourself. James <laughs> gut. So if you yeah. if you're fading James, who's fading his gut, you're actually picking <laughs> with James's gut. Exactly, exactly. What a concept! I love that. I love that so much. All right, so here's going to be the draft order. Right. It's traditional snake. James one, uh, Scott two, me three. And intern P is going to get the turn at four and then back the other way. Uh, so intern P will get two picks in a row and then we'll do it till everybody has five players. All right. Let's cool. roll. And we're doing a QB running back, two wide receivers, and a tight end. Yes. Let's cool. go. Also, cool. everyone puts in $10. Yep. Winner yes, takes sir. all. And I'm going to put it all in the bangles when I win. You're such a dumbass. All right. <laughs> <laughs> James, go ahead. <laughs> All right. All right. So my first pick, I have to take McCaffrey. I have to. Christian McCaffrey. 
Okay. Yes. I'll I'll take Jalen Hurts. Okay. I I'm gonna take uh I'm writing down who people have taken so I don't take them twice. I'm gonna take Travis Kelsey. I think that's who P was thinking oh. was the definite. Yeah, you got a you got a steal pick. and yeah. well, you got a steal with third pick, and I'm a little jealous. Jalen Hurts. I'm gonna go the positional advantage. Yeah, I know. I I guess I gotta go. I want to go Mahomes, but he's hurt, unfortunately. So I'm gonna go Jamar Chase, and then I'm gonna go George Kittle. Mm, okay. I want I want one of the top I want the top two tight ends here. All right. So I've got. Um, I'm gonna go. I don't want to get stuck with Brock Purdy, so I'm gonna go with. Uh, Joe Burrow here. Hmm. I was going right. to do the I stat, don't, I don't but I couldn't. Get, I don't want to get stuck with Hayden Hurst, so I'm going to go with Dallas Goddard. Interesting. Interesting pick there. Yeah, I'm going to go ahead and take... I'll take Purdy. I'm going to take Mr. Irrelevant. And then uh, I'm also going to take Devontae Smith, just because A.J. Brown has an ankle injury or something. Yeah. I don't like it. I don't like it at all. Scott, what do you got? <laughs> Isaiah Pacheco. All right. Oh, my God. I'm going to go if with... If you steal my uh, pick again, Sasha, I'm going to be very disappointed in you because you might do it. I probably will. I'm going to go with uh, Debo Samuel. Yeah, you did. You did steal it. Yeah. I, can't believe <laughs> I know what I'm doing no, over I, here. I can't dude. believe I know, I know you do, and that's why I didn't want to get behind you because Jameis has picked Devontae Smith. Just yeah, <laughs> and Brock Purdy. Watch, watch. How? Okay, so okay, so so do I have to guess? Do I have to guess between Mahomes and Henny here? I mean, I'm gonna get either one of them. So how does this you work? Have to, you just, have to. Are you kidding one. me? You it's take Mahomes and you're gonna get two fifty and three touchdowns. Yeah. All right, so you guys can't take it because I want to wait. I want to wait. Might as well yeah. Wait. Okay. We can't if this is anything so, turn, okay, I'll my take gut, I'll my take, my gut's saying uh, Patrick Mahomes right now. So I'll take Joe Mixon that means here on the turn. <laughs> okay, and then I'll take. Oh, shoot, there aren't many wide receivers left. You better hope P Ryan doesn't eat up all those carries. Doesn't matter. He's fine. I guess Brandon Ayuk. So. What is this I hear about a uh, ankle problem for AJ Brown? I don't know. I saw it on my uh, Twitter feed today yeah. that AJ Brown's doing some sort of I don't care. body. I'm taking AJ Brown. I don't know. Wow. That's right. Wow. My pick? T. Higgins. Yeah. That's a reasonable, reasonable pick. I could have gone with him over. Two for you, J Miz, and you'll be done. I'll have to take Hurst, of course. And then I'm gonna take a. Already, already got former Hurst. Already got Hayden Hurst. Oh, Hayden! Oh, no, you took you took Goddard. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Wait, he made, Scott thought he said Hurts. Jalen Hurts. I got you. And then I'll uh, I have to take the former Steeler uh, Juju. All right. Yeah. All right. All right. Hmm. Brock Purdy. Yeah. You guys just gave me my. You guys just gave me my home. So it's my pick. So I'm just gonna take so. Debo and Ayuk are gone. AJ Brown and Devontae Smith are gone. Yeah. Chase and Higgins are gone. So I'm 
I'm I'm actually okay with this. I'll take Kadarius Tony. Yeah, I knew you were going with that. I strategically waited on running back because you all three had already taken one. So I probably got the now take Miles Sanders. Yeah, he's probably the best. I don't know. I should have took him over Pacheco. Yeah. Yeah, that was interesting. Interesting game plan there. You can just donate the ten dollars to <laughs> they're gonna we're gonna we're gonna feed Pacheco, bro. All right, Pete, last pick of the okay. draft. So if Mahomes doesn't play, I'm screwed. I just I'm just I guess I did wait on a quarterback. Yeah, it's fine. Mahomes is playing, dude. Like should we should we Put the kid gloves on and no. give P. Henny if Mahomes doesn't play. No. The no, bundle. Mahomes is playing. Like take Mahomes. Thing I've ever heard. I purposely didn't wait on quarterback, so I would be yeah, be our guest. Take Henny. Yeah, take Henny. Yeah. <laughs> no, idea. I just got Mahomes with the last pick in a fantasy draft. I don't think those words have ever came out of anybody's mouth. Yeah, well you that's James took Purdy out of the shoot. <laughs> I'm taking party all day. This might be Jamie's last live appearance. All right. So if you guys all got your teams written down, you can run them down. I ended up with Joe Burrow, Miles Sanders, Travis Kelsey, Debo Samuel, and AJ Brown. I got Jalen Hurts, Isaiah Pacheco, Dallas Goddard, T. Higgins, and Kadarius Tony. I'm just going to go on a limb and say Sasha's team is better than mine, I think. It's a good limb to die on. Uh, so then I got Mahomes, Joe Mixon, Jamar Chase, Brandon Ayuk, George Kittle. Now that I'm looking back on it, it's a lot worse than I thought it was. <laughs> but I have uh, Big Cock Brock, I have Christian McCaffrey, and I have Devontae Smith, Hayden Hurst, and then Juju. Yeah, that team's terrible. <laughs> I don't know if you saw this. I don't think McCaffrey got like a football cap issue. <laughs> <laughs> I can't, that's like a 12 man team right there like a 14 team for honestly can we get yahoo to like keep track of it for us yeah i wish uh, i have a Absolutely. feeling we're gonna have to keep <laughs> I feel like stats on our could. own we definitely could we definitely could In In terms standard, standard, that's, your, that's your homework okay. for the week. i actually so will it's ppr it is ppr i actually right? will i actually will standard ppr okay cool i actually will do it hold on hold on yeah all right, right now. that was fun yeah it was a good time yeah that's gonna do it for this week's episode of Bro Storm Sports, unless any you other clowns have anything to add before we sign off, I'm excited for Sunday, man. Sunday's going to be a good time. If you've listened this far, you like something you heard, subscribe, rate us five stars, do all the good stuff, write a review, we, like real words in a paragraph. It'll be fun. Also, follow us on the socials, Instagram, TikTok. We got a lot of fun things going on there. TikTok up to like almost 5,000 followers so go check that out and uh, we'll see you next time thanks for listening